0: So welcome, welcome. I am so excited for this episode of the Ready Yet podcast where we are talking to people who understand that you will never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. And I'm very excited today for Tish Times to be with me because Tish was one of those people who was like just instantly my people. And it was, I met somebody else at a networking event and she went, oh my God, you have to meet Tish. And okay. And then we didn't stop talking. <laughs> so, and the next thing you know, I'm coming to your event and I'm, we're doing these things. And there's just certain people you connect with that they get it, you get it. And you just know you have to create together and play in that sandbox together. So I'm very, very excited you were able to join me today. So why don't you give people a little bit more of an official introduction to who you are and what it is that you do.
1: I kind of like your introduction. We're just like people. I love it. (laughs) There's few people that I meet that is just an instant connection. Um, And because of what I do for a living, that says a lot. I'm a networking and sales expert. I teach people how to network more effectively, how to network profitably how to shorten their sales cycle and all of that. So meeting people, is my it's, it's my jam it's what i do but when we met it was like yeah she, we're gonna hang out <laughs> we're totally <gonna> hang <laughs> where out. do you live how could we move i home? know oh <laughs> can i come over you know that kind of thing <laughs> so I you love. awesome
0: and i'm gonna just jump in on one thing quick before we get to your personal story because this is something my clients talk to me about all the time and i love one of the things you said networking profitably because there is a lot of people who network. There's a lot of people, but they don't know how to translate the conversation about your kids and your dogs and you as a human being into profitable relationships for both people. So I absolutely love that you instantly right out of the gate, meld those two things together because they're not mutually exclusive.
1: They're not, they're not. And I think we miss so much when we think we have to, when we put on a name tag, right? We go to an event, you slap on a name tag and you become a robot. And I'm like, stop doing that. (laughs) Just be yourself. And this is the thing I think is really important is that people will like you because of who you are. You don't have to pretend to be a quote unquote business owner, a professional for people to be attracted to you and to hear your message and your values. So I'm just like, be you. People will love you because of who you are and they'll buy from you because of that.
0: And so in that, I mean, let's let's hear a little bit about how you got there because I'm gonna make a little bit of an assumption here and please correct me if I'm wrong because I'll be monumentally impressed. Most women don't grow up thinking it's okay to be authentically 100% you and that's what people are gonna like
1: heck no absolutely you're totally right <laughs> that does not happen um, you know I grew up in the house and I laughed about this just the other day because my mom was that person it's like you fix yourself um, and a matter of fact it was literally like we don't talk about those things outside of the house you know what I mean what happens here stays here but when you're out there you better represent this family well put on your makeup fix your hair make sure you don't have something because of course you might get in an accident and you don't want to have So we're, we're told to be on. And that's why I'm like, stop being a robot. You don't have to be that person. I know it's been ingrained in us from childhood, but I give people permission to literally be themselves. And my, one of my, my taglines in my business is rock your shell. Cause people will always say you need to get out of your shell, right? You need to be somebody different is what that sounds like to me. And I'm like, no. Rock the shell you're in. I, I believe personally, God knew what he was doing when he made me. And I can be that person all day long and be welcomed and accepted and be tremendously profitable in the same way.
0: And aren't you calmer? Because isn't it exhausting trying to be other people? So
1: exhausting. I, I remember the moment I made that decision because I, I promise you, I have like four big Facebook pages. I like, because I need to, I promise you, I did. Because when I talk to this group, I need to talk this way. Oh, but when wow. I talk to these people, I need to be this person. But I'm talking to my family and I was standing on the stage talking about authenticity, saying, you're a hypocrite, that's oh. not who you've been. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, forget this. I am who I am. People who love me will love me and people who don't, that's okay. And they'll go find their people. But I'm going to be me to the people who I'm supposed to be drawn to. And that's it. And it was like, I never went back from that moment on. Totally.
0: That's fantastic. So the the follow-up question to that, because I I love it. I do think there are those moments, but you listen to it, number one.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What made you
1: follow through and not fight against it? Because it was exhausting. And I'll tell you the truth. I, you know, I wear different hats and and for many people who know me personally know that this has just been my life for almost 30 years. I am a business owner. Of course, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I'm also a minister. I have all these hats that I wear. And so it's, it's exhausting. Like, let me talk to you this way. Let me be this part. And I'm like, you know what? And I think this is the thing that made it easy for me, Aaron, is I realized that in me being, my authentic self, I was giving people permission to do the same. I yeah. saw people's shoulders fall and they were like, I can really be me. Oh my God. And I mean, I have these young people. I was in youth ministry for years and I have these young people who've been watching my life and I'm like to give them permission at 15 to be themselves. And you know what I mean? It saves them all the drama that I went through in my twenties and my thirties and all that stuff. So that's been the biggest thing for me, the, The realization that it's not just about me, that it's about the people who are also looking up to me.
0: Well, and I also think you can use that. So you can use that not just to realize the bigger impact, but you can use it as the stepping stool. If I'm not ready to do it for me yet, can I do it for someone else? And again, as a woman, that might be easier step for you
1: yeah yeah and without a doubt we're givers we're we're caregivers you know what i mean we want to be there for someone else so in that way it's like there are people looking for you who don't even know you exist yet and they'll never find you when you're pretending to be someone else and so it's right. like step into your authentic self so the people who need you most you can be there for them you can be what they need and so it's like if i can't do it for me let me do it for them. absolutely absolutely yeah.
0: so what's been you know i i uh people to i love to hear the dirty underbelly side of the you know what let's because it tells us we're not alone yeah i have yet to meet somebody who whose story isn't mirrored in at least another person right what we're saw you know as you made those realizations and you you know, is your mom still in the corner going, Oh my God, Tish, what do you think that you're doing? You know, I had, I I had a little bit of that. I left a six figure business to my first business I owned. Um, was a situation working with aging families. So I'm literally like working in people's basements. And I left that six figure income to go work in people's basements as far as my mother was concerned. That's not a conversation you want to have. So how do you, you know, what were some of those obstacles as you embraced
1: more and more
0: authentically you?
1: I've always been on some level an entrepreneur. So I was like a Girl Scout, but I was like, I had to sell the most cookies. I was, you know what I mean? Then I was in Mary Kay. I mean, I've always on some level wanted to work for myself. I determined years ago that I'm unemployable. I don't want people telling me necessarily what to do. I know that sounds horrible, but it's just the truth. And so my mom was very traditional and I love it. I love the fact that when I got home from school every day, she was there for the majority of my life. She was a homemaker, right? She took care of our home. And so when I decided to be an entrepreneur, it was, I think it was very scary for her. Nobody at that point in my family had ever owned a business, um, to my knowledge, at least. And so I remember her saying things like, well, who signed your paychecks? You know, who's the person that's going to pay you? And when I tried to um, help her understand that, it was literally like, no, you're not being safe. You're not making good decisions, you know. Um, I wrote a book years ago. I wrote my first book and it had my picture on it. And I'm like, mom, look, I wrote a book. And she's like, but who who actually wrote it? And I'm like, I wrote my (laughs) picture. My picture right there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I actually did that. And I think on some level, I really struggled. Because to me, that translated, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing you're not upholding what I've taught you or, you know, almost like you're not good enough because you're not. And I, I take really good care of my husband. We just celebrated 25 years and had a fantastic vow renewal. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I struggled with, I need to be different, not even better. I need to be different in order to be pleasing to my mom. Um, And it took me years to get beyond that and not feel like I couldn't be myself because I am at my best when I'm creative and and helping people and doing the work that I love to do and I've been privileged to do for almost 20 years now. Um, But there was definitely a point where I was like, maybe I should just go back and get a regular job for many reasons, but that was always in the back of my head. And, you know, walking into my mom's room, you know, she's unfortunately passed in in May of this year, but going in there almost like, are you proud yet? You know, that kind of feeling and um and i had to finally give myself permission to not need that and i I did and i did and it's been years since i did that but but there was a time where it was a real struggle for me for sure
0: do you have a ritual a mantra i'm you know i go through iterations of them of catching yourself you know giving people what you know like a a tangible tip Mm. when they find themselves you know, with the negative voice in their head, whether that's a expectation from a mom or, you know, and and that is often where it comes from for women, but it could be society. It could be cosmopolitan magazine, God forbid, but yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, I do. And and my thing is, it's, it's something that we probably say often, but I say it often. Is that really true? You know, really, you need to align the story you're telling yourself with truth because I guarantee you, if if somebody walked up to you and told you a lie and you knew it was a lie, you would either call them a liar or at the very least you wouldn't believe it and you'd walk away. But we listen to lies and embrace them and believe them and try to embody them all day long because we're the ones telling the story. And so I I just challenge people to examine that story because that story will cause you to be in places, Erin, that you never really wanted to be. I was, you know, the thing that I don't always share, is that my first marriage i got married right out of high school in looking back it was an effort to be what my mom wanted me to be she wanted me to be happy married safe right safe if that's a real thing um so i married the first guy who told me he loved me and he tried to kill me seriously he was extremely abusive and i wouldn't tell anybody because i had to be perfect I couldn't tell them that I was in. I had made a bad decision. I was in danger, and so for four years, I hid the fact that I was being abused. I moved away, far, far away, all the way to Georgia from my family. But looking back, it was an effort for me to be like, "Look, I'm married. I'm happy. I'm taken care of." And it was a miserable, dangerous mess because I didn't examine that story and tell it that was a, it was a lie.
0: And I think you know sometimes it takes that extreme example
1: yeah,
0: to teach us a lesson because we don't get it when it's not wow. that large.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. When it's not that large is, you know, look at what I'm putting myself through just to meet somebody else's expectations.
1: Yes, yes.
0: That we're not actually really meeting because we're not telling them the truth yeah. about the situation anyway. So we're not actually meeting okay, so look at the situation I put myself in right. to
1: pretend to pretend. meet yes, like yes. Expectations. So true. So true. Absolutely. I, I mean, I just literally and I, I I hope that the people who will hear this will hear this important piece. It's like if at the end of the night you can't lay your head on your pillow and feel like you know what, I honored my, my values. I feel good about the decisions that I've made. Even when we make mistakes, you know what I mean? Cause I yeah. blow it, I blow it, but it's like, okay, but nobody was hurting the process and I wasn't doing it in order to literally uphold a lie. Right? right. Maybe I'll make a different decision tomorrow, but at the end of the day, I'm not trying to be someone who I'm not in an effort to please someone who probably could care less anyway that's what i kind of have to think, look at it as.
0: absolutely and i think you know it's interesting so i grew up in chicago and this is one of the things i always remember i grew up in chicago and mm-hmm. close to the suburban border but at the mm-hmm. time you know we wouldn't be caught dead going into the suburbs we were city kids so of course my <laughs> friend, right so and one of the things i always remember is my suburban friends so which were really the children of my mother's friends mm-hmm. Did all these things to fit in and look alike. Yeah. And in the city, all we were trying to do was be different.
1: Yeah. Crazy.
0: All we were doing was trying to, and we were probably all ended up looking the same in our efforts. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then we copy each other at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
0: you, you wonder this huge expectation. And these Mm. stories and where do they come from?
1: I wish. Yeah. I wish we could, I wish we could figure out a way to root it out before earlier, because before it becomes a major problem. And I was very intentional with my, my boys. I don't have any daughters, not, not by birth. I have lots that I have kind of adopted, but, um, you know, I raised three men. And I'm done, they're all gone. I'm like, we did it, babe, they're all good. Look at all uh, these good grown up men out there. Right, right, but I'm just like, man, I had to be so intentional with them to give them that permission to be themselves. And Lord no, sometimes I think we did too good of a job. <laughs> they're very independent, very confident young men, trust me. But But we didn't have to deal with them having the same issues because I struggle with my self-esteem because I didn't know who I was, right? Right. You can't have great self-esteem when you don't even know who the heck you are. Um, I allowed myself, as I said, to be abused, both that physical abuse, but also in other ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was really, really, really intentional for that reason, it's like, I want to help them to avoid some of those pitfalls. Do they have other issues and challenges? Of course they do, and they still do. But I think that if we're able to figure out how do we help people earlier on, whether it's in their in their youth, you know, in their growing up, or earlier in their businesses, as you know, business professionals and consultants, how do we help people to believe differently earlier on so they don't have to listen to that lie and struggle against it for such a long time?
0: Absolutely. And and the more I am immersed in the entrepreneurial world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the more I'm kind of pissed <laughs> at the school system, traditional education. Yes. yes. Like, this would have been helpful. <laughs> this would yeah. have been helpful yeah. to
1: know. <laughs> I tell you, I know. And I, I feel like there's so many things that we just missed. I'm like, can we go talk about curriculum with people? Because I'm like, <laughs> some of the things that we were taught, I'm like, yeah, that was great, but I really needed these other things right. as an adult, you know. But what do you do about I, it?
0: What it? What is that? You see it on Facebook all the time. It's like I'm I'm so glad that I took that trigonometry class so that I can I pay my taxes on time. <laughs> like,
1: <wait. laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, I don't use rulers every day. I'm like, why do you do <laughs> those things? are not nearly as important as you made them feel like they were.
0: But it also, the one thing I'm really excited about as I discover this world in my, you know, I was introduced to this world in my forties and as I've now moved into my fifties is a lot of the people I speak with, with a high level of awareness,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: didn't wait that long.
1: Yeah.
0: They're getting younger and it gives you a little bit of hope.
1: It does. You're absolutely right. And, And I find that those people who were enlightened earlier, they're also very, what's the word? They're just like, I'm not gonna believe that. I don't have to do that. And I'm like, I love that they're like rebels, if you will, against the system that we kind of felt like we had to follow. So I'm all for it. I'm totally. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's really interesting because it's almost two sides of the spectrum with the whole influencer and social media. And okay, you have that. And we see that because that's what we hear but when you really start to speak to individual people yeah. in those age groups they're way 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 more aware than we ever were no doubt
1: no doubt my youngest son is tw- he'll be 22 next week <laughs> but um, you know he's in sales mm, wonder where he got that from right yeah that's good but he is i mean his thought process is so different than mine was it took me years to get, you know, to where I am right now. And I'm like, at 22, how are you thinking this way? How are you approaching people differently? How are you seeing things, you know, just from a very different perspective? And I'm, I'm so grateful for it, because I'm like, he's miles ahead of where I was at his age, for sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, and you know, because they, they've been exposed to more because of access to more.
1: That's true, that's true. I definitely agree with that, yeah.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. awesome. So if you could give, and I know we've been talking a lot about just embracing the authentically you, but if we wanted to leave folks with a tip, some, you know, a story you've been through, something they can really grab onto Hmm. in their efforts.
1: Yeah, I would, I would definitely say to utilize the time that you have wisely I, I think that we spend a lot of time trying to trying to figure things out and it's like trusting that you already know if that makes sense so frequently i find people they go from this class to this class to this class from this coach to this coach to this coach and i i appreciate learning and i appreciate coaching that's what i do for a living but by the same token at some point you're going to have to believe that you have what you need you're going to have to believe that you have the information on the inside. It may take work to be able to tap into it, but I I firmly believe that if you would believe that you already have what you need and begin to take action on that, you can learn along the way. You know, the things that, the gaps that you might have, that you're never gonna even recognize them while you're still sitting still. My my husband always says, you can can only um, redirect a car that's moving, a parked car you can't do anything with. And so, you know, take action on what you already have and believe that you're going to learn the things that you need to learn along the way. And you will be able to find the mentors, the coaches, the teachers, the people that will be there for you. But so long as you're in that stage of eternal learning, you know, you can't change the lives that you're called to change. You can't make the impact you're supposed to be making. Um, And I want people to believe bigger, to believe better, to think that they can do something beyond where they currently are.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. It's the take, it's the taking action and you can learn and grow and take the action along the way. And
1: same time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree. Yeah. I I love it. Believing bigger. I mean, how can you find something to end with that's better than that? So, seriously, thank you so, so much for sharing your tips, but also being vulnerable and open and sharing your story because, like I said, your story is a lot of people's stories. It's great to know that we're not alone, that none of us are perfect, that it's all always a process and progress. Yes. And, uh, you know, shining the light for other people to take action as well. So we're gonna put it in the show notes, but if you wanna give us one quick, quick way to get in touch with Tish so that people wanna continue this conversation, what is the best way for people to do that?
1: So my name is everywhere. If you go on any social media platform, look for Tish Times, you'll find it. And if you'd prefer to do it a different way, just go to tishtimes.com and all my contact information is there.
0: Awesome, we will make sure people know how to get a hold of you. Thank you. Thank you again so much for joining me. This was awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals... Feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts or check out the Work With Erin page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Erin Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.